Welcome to Marin Costello Radio, where we have intentional conversations with impactful people. Your weekly dose of motivation, inspiration, and entrepreneurship. Join me as we explore the ins and outs of building and running a business, interview leaders across all industries, and find the common denominator beneath it all. Welcome to Marin Costello Radio. It is my pleasure to introduce you to today's guest on the show. LA-based digital designer specializing in websites, brand identities, marketing, and social campaigns. She is a dear friend and the genius behind the new Marin Costello Consulting website, Chloe Leonard. Hi, thank Hi, you. Hi, Chloe. That was a great intro. I appreciate that. Oh my gosh, I just took it off your website. It's all you, baby girl. No, thank you. How are you today? I'm good. I'm very a busy, busy time of the month, but all good and just grateful to be here. Um, how are you? I love it. I'm doing well. I'm doing great. Thank you for carving out time to be here during your busy season. Of course. So you and I have a little history with each other, but we met each other fairly well into our careers. And I say that lightly because there's going to be so many chapters going forward, right, with both of our um, respective careers. But um, I would like to get to know little Chloe a little bit more. What was little Chloe like? I love that. That's great. It's a great question. I love little Chloe. I like try to (laughs) panel her every day. Um, uh, She's very creative and knows what she wants and is more sensitive than she likes to admit. And um, is definitely very imaginative. And I always like pretended I was like doing like having small businesses with my Barbies or, um, you know, thinking like, aesthetically big picture with like like even just like video games like it's just like ridiculous how my mind would go there but she um yeah she was just in her own little world which was really fun how early do you remember being creative and business oriented oh my gosh um probably since I like got my hands on a Barbie like to be honest like I just play with or dolls in general like I think it sounds so cliche but like or toys, like anything that got me to like make my own world or make my own um, reality um, aesthetically, but also um, just building that like simulation in a way. Like, I don't know. I think that uh, really just like got me going. And um, in terms of business, oh yeah. Like I, I remember like, playing pretend with my neighbor down the street. I think we were in like elementary school and we would always be the like a teacher or we'd be like a dentist office. And like, we'd literally play like front desk. Like it was so funny, but like, we just loved it. I love that. So you're definitely a master of make pretend. I was more of a tangible child. So I feel like Mm. you probably were being an entrepreneur from ages like three or four, whereas I didn't really get that knack until I was about 10 until I could actually trade money for product. And then I was like, Oh, Mm. I get it. I get it. I mean, totally. Money is a whole different thing. I didn't really think about money to be honest. I was like, everything is everything and it's all around all the time. Like I can do whatever I want, you know? But I feel like in your industry, kind of honing back to that is probably where the magic happens. If you kind of take, I know that you have to straddle right brain, left brain a lot, Mm -hmm. but I feel like really leaning into the creative and the make pretend is probably I mean, I feel like that's where your magic happens. Yeah, absolutely. And I definitely think it's a balance, but at the same time, like I, it's it's with the stresses of like day-to-day stuff, like, you know, like the busy work and um, all of that. And like what society thinks is like work and what all of that, like 
I think the creative side is something that needs to be constantly reminded and like fed because that is like ultimately and like for you too I think ultimately the reason people come to you um so for for what you do like that's your purpose they want they trust you for that very reason and I think people it can get lost sometimes what keeps you organized? Because I'm so floored by how quickly you work and just your tenacity and how fast you're able to produce work. And even like the girls on my team were like, holy H, Chloe just emailed us back immediately once we requested something from her. Everyone is so impressed by you. Where does that sense of urgency come from? And where does that productivity come from? I'm so interested in like the behind the scenes of Chloe Leonard, because Mm -hmm. I know you as a friend, I know you as a client, but I want to get into your brain. <laughs> Girl, same. Um, <laughs> me too. I You have all day? I'm kidding. Uh, but literally. Oh, yeah. I, let's do an encore episode. Honestly, like just my brain. <laughs> um, but it's a lot. I'm actually working a lot on that right now. I've, I'm one of those people who time. I'm so impatient. I'm so impatient in all areas of my life. And the more. I get older, the more I learn that something I need to work on just in terms of realizing that everything's going to happen and it's going to get done and trusting that it will. To me, I, I love getting shit done. Like I'm just such a person. I'm a worker bee, like I'm a workhorse. So like at the end of the day, I need to hit my head on the pillow and feel like I did something. So that's part of it. Um, I think another thing is that I, I don't like to second guess my stuff a lot, to be honest. And I think it's a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, definitely check for details and all of that, um, you know, the nitty gritty. But in terms of the concepts, I really don't like to second guess it just because one, I don't think that helps anything. Two, it's like blocking my intuition if I am, um, because I trust that like the first thing that came into my mind is like enough, you know? And that ultimately does pretty well for me. I think that's why I move fast because I just believe that if something sticks, like if something's coming out of me and I feel like it's, it's, it's right. Or I feel like it's the move. Um, then I run with it and I just let it be. I don't have time to second guess it. Like, I think there's so many people or so many things that you could waste time on, um, just mulling over it. And like, then you're not actually doing, you're not taking the action. And so for me, I'm one of those people who just like does. Where does that wisdom come from? Because I only just learned last week at our our goodbye coffee date that you're in your mid twenties, which like I feel like you have you're such an old soul as am I, and so where does that wisdom come from of going with your intuition and listening to your gut and listening to who you are? Because I'm I was barely barely even like a a fraction of being fully developed in my 20s like throughout even to my the end of my 20s so Mm -hmm. explain yourself (laughs) (laughs) I honestly I don't know either but like um and I trust me I'm I do the work I'm constantly learning every day like I I'm so hard on myself despite the things that come out of my mouth I think sometimes I, I it's easier to be like everything's good everything's great but at the same time I'm like let's be real like shit's hard. And, um, can I swear? A hundred percent. This okay, is my great. show. Like, um, okay, great. I'm going to guess this is my show. Um, great. Amazing. Um, I would, I would be like, we're done. I can't. Um, but, um, basically I would say I, I guess my parents 
I think a lot of it was my parents. A lot of it I think I was just born with. I, I don't know where it came from. I, I think maybe it's a past life thing. I'm not really that into that. But um, I've just always really strived to, again, like I think the heart, being hard on myself is really how I learn fast and how I pick up things. Um, I also just think my intuition is like pretty heightened. Like I've had, I've just, I look back on a lot of things in my life um, and I'm not, I'm not very, I'm not all knowing or anything like that. I'm just saying like my gut is like pretty strong. And so when I was like a child, there'd be certain situations where I'd like know um, that these things weren't going to turn out great or like whether it was like being friends with this one person or going to this birthday party. Like it just, I kind of already knew and I just didn't question it. And I think my parents are pretty fluid in that sense. Like my dad is very intuitive, um, whether he likes to admit it or not, but um, they're not judgy about that stuff. And like, I think they let us have that room to just be and do what we want and to not um, stop us. You're, you don't know anything. You're too young. Like they would never say that. It was always like, cool, great, amazing. Like what else do you have to say? And I just felt really safe um, because of that. that. So yeah, I think that's where it came from. I'm not sure. I'm still figuring that out. I love that. You're saying we, so you have siblings. Uh, yes, I do. I have an uh, older sister and then I have a younger sister. I love that. Yeah. How has having siblings shaped who you are slash the businesswoman that you are? Ooh, um, I would say that it's made me see a lot of different sides of things. Um, my older sister, and my younger sister are kind of opposite. Um, as we all kind of are very different from each other. I think it's really helped me to, I'm very like in a room, let's say I'm in a room full of people that I know pretty well, like my family, I'm able to really read people's like energies. So like sometimes that is a good thing where I'm like able to like, maybe now is not the right time to ask for this one thing or, but it's also bad because I, I feel like sometimes, um, I'm trying to think of a great way to say this, but sometimes I think you that like, you, I can get at the too, same time you like absorb everyone's energy. Absorb exactly. So, but I think that's yeah. a great thing because I'm able to read the room in that sense mm-hmm. and pick up what people are putting down. But, um, and I think my sisters like have challenged me. Like my little sisters challenged me to be like more like patient, and I think more like just like kind gentler I think sometimes I can be a little aggressive and she's and like but so can she so <laughs> we have a moment, but, um, she's sitting over there but she's so um hi sister <laughs> I know and then my older sister and I um she's taught me a lot about just being a good human and really not forcing things like really like um taking things as they are like one step at a time and um there's yeah and not having like this outside societal you should you shouldn't do this and this and this it's very open again like I think my family's pretty good about that I love that um I'm sure that kind of bleeds into how you work with your clients and how you read your clients and interact with them um I'm curious as to how you select people to work with that so that's an evolving process so like you said like I am I am 25 so I'm in my mid-20s and I only started taking on like personal clients when I was 22 so 
it has been three years of just learning and growing and crafting that. Um, now I'm really taking that more seriously, like really selecting who I work with. Um, because in the beginning it was like, I think you probably know that you kind of take what you can get and just, I mean, you just say yes to everything. You and just as say you yes should, to as a young it's, person, you should, or when I say young person, I mean young in one's business, whatever stage 100%. that might be or what ed, whatever age you might be, just say yeah. yes to everything and then figure it out. And then mm-hmm. you'll be able to choose, but continue. 100%. No, no, that's exactly right. Cause you don't know one, where that can take you Two, you will, you can learn so much. You're just learning. It's like almost more like about school than about money, to be honest. Like you're just doing all the things to get your feet off the ground. It's like crawl before you run. Um, but now I'm definitely being more selective. Um, just because I definitely experience like burnout. Um, when I say yes to everything and I'm definitely working on being like a people pleaser uh, or not being a people pleaser. So, um, but really trusting my intuition, like, and really listening. Cause if it's a hell yes, then amazing. If it's not, then it's a no. And I think, trusting that that is correct and that the people who align with me trust me. Um, I get a lot of clients who come to me and they're, they have all these ideas, but then that's my, also my job to come and say like, well, maybe this is a better solution for what you're wanting. Cause I'm the one doing the, who they're hiring. So it's like trust also trusting myself to give that advice. So I think really trusting my intuition. I mean, right now I'm working with, I love working with individual solopreneurs like yourself um, at people at the beginning phases of like their business or someone who's been doing it for a long time. And they're like, okay, I need to restructure. I need to make my message more clear. Um, my services, a lot of people who are service-based. So like, whether that's like nutritionists, yourself, consultants, um, and I, even, uh, content creators, I've worked with a lot of content creators in the past year. So like YouTubers, bloggers, um, who have their own, um, channels or even like affiliate links, like all that, um, and blogs as well. So it's, I love working with those people just because I feel like I I understand it so well. I've been working with a lot of those kinds of people for a long time. It's always just kind of been my niche, um, which I didn't even choose. It just kind of happened. (laughs) I love that. And I I say all the time, I didn't choose jewelry. Jewelry chose me. Sometimes you just Mm -hmm. have to like lean into what's coming your way. And I've tried to you know, escape from it. When I was in my mid twenties and my late twenties trying to figure life out, I tried to pull away from jewelry to thinking that, you know, that was the the root of whatever I was going through at the moment. But mm. no, you have to just kind of lean into whatever God, the universe source is, is sending to you. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And go from there. Um, I'm curious as to your journey in college and then moving through the job market to where you've gotten right now? Because I think it's, for me, it's happened so far, so long ago that I don't really remember, but I feel like you're still Mm -hmm. so fresh um, from that experience. And I know it's changed a lot, especially during the pandemic, especially during the last few years, just in general, especially with, you know, the explosion of online business. Uh, But Mm -hmm. can you kind of walk us through what you studied in school and how that kind of played out with universe? I mean, with um, internships and jobs outside of college um, to then lead you where you are? Totally. I mean, mine was so not linear. And I think that a lot of people's isn't linear. And I did not like sign up for being a designer. It found me. Um, So basically in college, I think, well, I guess in high school, I was so burnt out. High school was very hard. Uh, My high school was harder than my college. 
like I got to college and I was like, what, how is this hard? Um, and so it was, I got, yeah. And it's great. I'm like, that's great. I'm here for that. Like they did their job. So when I got Mm -hmm. to college, I was more like, okay, let's just enjoy this. It was most of, it was less of like trying to be something because someone says so, and more so just doing what feels good, whether that meant like more social stuff or, not really focusing on like my major and making that definitive to what I'm going to do. So I majored in comm um, communication studies and a minor in English because um, I always love writing. Definitely a big writer. Um, But comm was very general and I felt like I was like, I could just get through that. That's fine. And um, it was actually a great choice. Like I look back, I don't regret it. I think, um, college was this social petri dish for me like I'm not a very extroverted person like I'm more so introverted so but college for some reason was like Chloe you're gonna be this for four years and it was fabulous and it taught me so much so and I met a lot of different people so I interned I really wanted to do film um I love film I love tv shows um music all of that so I was like I'm gonna get my foot in the door in some way there so I interned Um, my first big internship was at Newport beach film festival. And that was like pretty good. I like walked, I put Catherine Heigl's shoe back on her foot. Like that was funny. Um, (laughs) amazing. Yeah. So that was my like shining moment there. And then, um, (laughs) it was, and I reviewed like submissions that were like short films. It was, they were so odd. It was crazy. Um, and then my second big internship was, I was at Sony music in Hollywood. And that was when I first like saw LA and I was like, because it was like not the good part of Hollywood <laughs> I was like I don't want to be here but the people I worked with were fantastic and one of them um Kyle Coons he has his own record like management label he works with Lily Singh and he just got on like um Forbes 30 under 30 which is so crazy and I'm like this is amazing I remember being in like the little just doing all the tw- like tweets for you guys and like it was and they're just it's LA so cool I just love the people they're so fascinating so then um uh, senior year, I, uh, went, well, actually, no, I went abroad. I got, I was there for, I was in Florence for six months and that was I the most amazing experience in my life. I mean, I did PR essentially there. So I did a lot of fashion PR. Um, the school was fantastic. So we got to go to little businesses and like learn about like why they use the certain store windows and like what their, um, strategies are for like events and stuff. So it was, I mean, in, especially in Florence, I mean, couldn't, be luckier. So I came back. My sister and I had- studied abroad. My sister studied abroad in Florence. And so I wonder if you guys were actually there at the same time. You guys are the same age. How funny would oh, that be? I, I went in 2016. So I don't remember knows? what year that was, but it could Honestly, have been. What if I like met her? Probably. Um, cause it's, you it's guys would be small. pals for sure. You guys I would be totally, pals. I can feel it. And it's, it's yeah. a small city. Um, so and, like, Americans, Americans, I know Americans, they were like, you speak English. Great. We're together. Um, but, <laughs> um, Basically, after that, I came back and I was so inspired and excited. It was my senior year. And I was like, I just want to do something like different. And I got my tonsils out um, and I was on drugs for like 10 days. And this is a really weird story. But basically, <laughs> I remember I was playing around um, on Squarespace and it had just come out. Squarespace was so new. It was like not even around. And I remember... I was, I knew I was doing something on it. And then by the end of the 10 days, I was like, I logged on and I was like, oh my God, did I do this? And it was like a whole website and I don't know how. So I basically had to like reverse engineer my own work. Um, 
And then I learned, I was like, I like this. So I started doing, I started, I created an online magazine for Chapman that, so I could like have it online. And because basically Chapman's, Chapman's like newspaper was not great. It was very like monitored and no one could really actually say what they wanted to say. And so I was like, I'm going to create like an online magazine and um, it did really well actually, but it was so much work that I didn't actually end up liking. Like I didn't, I like the design part. So it's great. Um, and this and is then, your senior year. This is my senior year. So this is like beginning wow. of senior year. Well, and then it's funny. So I have been doing my, there's so many parts of the story. So if you get confused, I don't blame you, but um, <laughs> basically senior year, I was, I was doing soul cycle. I love soul cycle. I was like obsessed with it then. And Lindsay Simsek um, was my instructor in Newport. And I launched the online magazine the same day she launched her podcast, almost 30. And I went to class that day. And like, we, she taught, we talked about, it. we're like, Oh my God, that's so cool. What you're doing. She's like, yeah, that's cool. What you're doing. And like, we just kind of noted it. And I loved the podcast. There wasn't, there was like a Facebook group of like 50 people at the time. And then um, in January of 20, when I was graduating, like that senior year, um, they posted, they're like, we're looking for an intern. And I was like, Oh, this feels good. I don't have a lot of classes. Like, and they were going to pay me. And I was like, okay. And so, and I didn't even know what a podcast was. I was like, what is this? Cause it was the wild, wild west. It was like Joe Rogan and that's it. Um, mm-hmm. so then I got hired and I didn't stop working for them for three years. And, um, it just kind of grew and grew and grew. And um, when I moved home after college, um, I was still doing almost 30 work um, and while looking for like jobs. And um, I remember inter- like interviewing in San Francisco for a bunch of, cause I'm from the Bay, um, interviewing in San Francisco for a bunch of like PR positions or like coordinators or, and it just didn't feel right. And I just kept going in or I kept getting to the t- end. And I'm like, I'm perfect. I'm a shoe. And they would tell me, they're like, you're perfect. And then I wouldn't get it. And I'm like, what? So the universe was like, nah, like just nah. And yes. so <laughs> I, I, and so then I went, so then I was at home for about eight months. And then in February, um, 2018. So it was about like eight months after I graduated, uh, Krista, of almost 30, um, was like, Hey, like they were trying to get, we're, we're all trying to get me to move to LA. Like basically I was like, get to LA. I can be with the podcast more and have a, like a nine to five job and do that. And I'm like down. So I actually got a job at hum nutrition. Oh my God. And they're exactly. I mean, I was obsessed with it cause they were almost 30s first sponsor. So, um, everything kind of ties together really nicely. It feels good. And, and then, um, about, seven months in, I just was burnt out again because I had been doing clients, like taking on clients that I had been referred to from the podcast, um, working on the podcast and then doing the nine to five. And so it was like, I was just like, who am I? What am I doing here? So I ended up quitting, um, hum and just doing my own stuff in almost 30. And it was like the best, one of the best decisions ever. I knew I was supposed to do it. It was, it felt illogical at the time, but I just knew I was like, how old were you at that point? probably 20, I was 22. That's I was amazing. right before my birthday. It's an, it's it's amazing. Where did you get that gumption to make that decision? Cause uh, I mean, I toiled with a similar decision, but I was, I think your age now when I did, mm-hmm. when I like broke off from my former employer. 
what what was the what was the impetus behind that? Where did you get the 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 wavos to do that? The wavos, oh, I love that. Um, I just knew I had to set up myself for success too. So I didn't just quit cold turkey. I quit with clients lined up for three months. So I was like not going to jump ship without having that. And so I would take calls like during my breaks at home and like with potential clients to sign them. Also, Krista and Lindsay were so supportive. And like, I think seeing them do what they were doing, because they both had nine to fives and they had the podcast, um, but seeing this podcast grow and they were always just like, oh yeah, you can do that. Oh yeah, you can charge that much. Oh yeah, you can. And it just made me feel like, oh, like, okay. Like that's normal. That's I feel if they say it's right, it's right. They were kind of like my work parents of like my work childhood. Do you know what I mean? Like I was going to say, they, like were your, they were your bosses, but also your mentors. It's such a blessing to have a dual relationship like that with them. And they're wonderful yes. people. I love them. Yes. I mean, just so, yes. I mean, the way they really held me as an employee and as like a person to grow like with them was just this Petri dish, this beautiful Petri dish of like expansion. And so- I feel so grateful always to have worked with them. And I think to even, because I feel like no one my age was given that opportunity to just be like, here, we're brand new and you can do basically whatever you want creatively because we trust you and just run with it. Like, and I was like, uh, okay. And it just, the more they trusted me, the more I trusted myself. And the more I saw what I could do, the more I was like, I don't need a nine to five. Like I, it's it definitely everyone else I know it has one. And I feel like, but I just don't think it's for me. You know, I think I'm capable enough to be my own boss. Like I've always been really good at time management, getting shit done, you know, so I wasn't worried about that. That's so huge. I tr- I really do my due diligence to employ my or to implore my staff to handle things, figure it out, mm. be confident in themselves. And it really has bred such a, a positive company culture and I've seen mm-hmm. confidence just flourish in the people that work with the brand. And I'm I'm so grateful that you as my friend and also as, you know, a client of yours, I'm so grateful that you had that experience. It's so important. It's so important to yeah. to build one's confidence and and gumption in their in mm-hmm. their business, in their work. It's so wonderful. Yeah. Thank so you. you're a California girl and you're from the Bay Area and you moved to mm-hmm. LA a few years ago. What's keeping you in LA? Why do you love Ooh. it so much? I've been asked that a lot lately. That's so funny. There are different ways of people asking me that, but I love it more and more. Um, in the beginning, it was hard. I was definitely lonely. I didn't know a lot of people. I just knew my roommate and then Chris and Lindsay and then slowly accumulated friends all over. Um so I definitely think of people like the friend group I've made. Um, they're so creative. They're so supportive. They do amazing things. Like they just, it's, I couldn't have asked for anything more. It's what I've manifested. Cause I was at a really low place um, in 2019 where I had like some de- a depressive episode and I just was like, I'm so lonely. I need a support system. And then about six months later, it all kind of kicked in. And so I would say the people um, I would also say, um, just the environment, like my being a creative and being an entrepreneur, if you were doing what I do and like, I'm trying to think like Arizona or something, or like something like in the middle of the state in the United States, I feel like it wouldn't be as, there wouldn't be as much holds there. Like there are room for a great environment to collaborate with other people. 
I think LA is so supportive for people doing whatever they want in whichever way they want. I think people do odd jobs. I think people have 5,000 jobs. I think people do jobs that they make up and it's like, cool, whatever gets you, whatever paying the bills and makes you happy. It is the land of the creative and the land of the odd job. I also find it Mm -hmm. to be the land of supportive women. And I mean like the whole concept of women supporting women. I find that to be really true Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. I find that when people are, when I meet people at least who are other females um, doing their own thing, we're always like, great, how can we support you? How can I, you know, champion Mm -hmm. your brand? How can we like connect you to anyone without anyone asking anything, which is kind of the antithesis of what LA is known for um, stereotypically. Mm -hmm. But I do find it to be a very special community of female creatives and female entrepreneurs. Has that been your experience as well? Oh my God. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Beyond, well said. Right? And no, what was that? And it's just, yeah, because I think we're able to be like, it's almost like if one of us is doing great, then we're all doing great. And there's so much room for all of us here, no matter what you're doing, whether you have a nine to five, whether you are just starting out, um, you know, it just, there's so much fluidity there. And for women, especially, um, I think that we're very open-minded. I think a lot of people come from outside of LA to live here because of that reason. They come because the people that they grew up with don't understand them or don't see, um, why they're doing or want to do certain things. And I think here it's like, people don't really ask questions. They're just like, that's dope. How can I help? You know? I also, I'm from the Bay Area as well. And what I find to to be um, the difference between Northern California and Southern California is that in the Bay Area, there is this beautiful um, celebration of diversity of culture, right? Mm. So you kind of don't know what anyone's, you know, ethnic makeup is. And I think like, um, as far as outward aesthetics goes, there's more of an even playing field. Whereas in mm. LA, it's definitely more of a celebration of the individual. I mean, you can walk down the street wearing a garbage bag and people are like, amazing. Do you live for that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you look amazing. Never You're been driving. done. <laughs> Never been done. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And so I think for me growing up, um, growing up as an adult in Los Angeles, it gave me the word that comes to mind, like in big letters in in my mind's eye is permission. LA is like Mm. the land that gave me permission to be whatever it is I want to be. And now with me moving to the other side of the country, I feel like I take, I'm taking that energy with me. There is something really special about the core of the spirit of Los Angeles that I definitely know is not the stereotype of Los Angeles but when you live there and you're immersed in the culture it just does it just does something special for the spirit and for the soul Mm, that's so beautiful wow I mean permission that is exactly right like oh my god I even my little sister who moved in here with me um she's been here for uh I think like six months now but basically even just like seeing her transform like her permission to be herself she's only 20 like she's just going off and like I'm just like here for all of it and it it makes me feel like wow this is a magical place and like people don't judge they more just think that's sick that's cool totally and Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the weirder you are the cooler you are which is Mm -hmm. 
I kind of love like, that. Oh my god. Oh my god, there's some parts of town where I'll go and I'll be like, I am just like too boring for this. Like I'm not edgy <laughs> enough for this. Like, what do I need to do? Like get a tattoo over here and like that's it. But I don't know. It's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Um I want to go back to your career because I'm so fascinated by it. Um do you feel like you found your calling? Or do you feel like this is the first of many chapters? I think this is the first of many chapters. I think in a general sense, I think it's a puzzle piece. I think it's a giant puzzle piece. Um, I, I'm not like, I know I'm not limiting myself. I think I, I need to, my, the way my life has worked is that I'm not, I don't stick myself in a box. I'm like, I think the things find me and then I'm like, okay, cool. That's what I'm doing next. Or that's what feels good to do and pursue and expand upon. But, um, I can't put myself in a box. It just doesn't work like that. Like I wish I had like a filing cabinet of ideas, but they just kind of come randomly. I love that. Do you feel that there is too much pressure put on young adults to find their passion or to find their purpose? That wasn't necessarily the dialogue when I was growing up, but I find that to be very common in communities like yours and like my sisters mm. of like trying to really seek out what you want to do with quote the rest of your life in or right out of college. And in my mind, I'm like, that doesn't really make sense. Like it, life is so long, like life is short, but it's mm. also long. So mm. do you feel that pressure? Do you, do you find that that is common with? Yeah, I think it's a mix between um, the mentality, like, Oh, you got to Like, I think, well, first of all, I think it's about technology and that changing our lives too, because our generation, like our parents were used to, you know, waiting three days to get a phone call from a guy when they were waiting to get like, <laughs> asked out. Now we have texts, we have Instagram stories, we have things that are literally we want now, 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 now. So no wonder we're thinking that way too about other things. Like right. no wonder we're like, oh, why haven't I made six figures yet? And I just graduated. Like, why haven't I found my dream job and I just graduated? And it's like, it doesn't, it's, it's less about, and you have to like really check your ego in that sense. And so I think it's more so about making sure that what you're doing is you're doing it because of you and not because of what society says or what you think you should do. Um, and, and also time, like, and I think that's where probably my impatience comes from. I'm so like, cause I, I'm a gen, I'm technically millennial, but, um, I think it's, it's still like a now, 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 like, cause we've have so many things that come to us so quickly, like Amazon or, um, just posting things right as they happen. So I'm so curious, what does your self care look like in every sense of the word, like mind, body, spirit, what does that, what does your self care look like? Ooh, It's, um, well, I definitely am a person of self-care. So I've formed that over many years. Um, I love working out. I have to work out at least like five times a week. I just need it. Like whether that's like a walk or Pilates or something like that. So working out is super important for me. Um, it's just, I've been doing it since I was like in eighth grade, um, like just every day. So um, it's just a mental thing. I also think meditation um, and tapping is really helpful for me what I eat and not really like 
um, going overboard in any areas. I think it just really is like about moderation. And then I love anything like skincare um, or bath related. I'm such a bath person. Like I have to take one at least once a week. Luck- Same. Yeah. Luckily it's our water. It's the water science that we have for sure. Um, ah, there we yeah, go. And we need it. I get all my best ideas or like, like just moments of silence and clarity in the bath, but um, definitely skincare too. My mom's an esthetician, so she knows so much about skin and I, we all, my whole family does now. And it's just addicting in a way. Once you see the good skin that you have as a result of taking care of it, you're like, oh my God, I need more. I need to try all the things. So yeah. When, how old were you when you started your self-care journey? You seem so grounded, especially for a water sign. Oh my God. Thank you. Well, I have that fire sign. I mean, and that's not another reason to be grounded, but, (laughs) um, I definitely think seventh, eighth grade, like I started waking up early to to like, I know it's crazy to start, um, to, I would read before school because I knew it was like, it was almost like a meditative state. I was like, I just needed like a moment to myself. So I would like get up like at 7am and just like read for an hour before my friends picked me up or the friend's mom. And, and then I started working out in eighth grade. I was actually um, a little chubbier growing up. And so I wanted to lose weight um, in eighth grade. And I did that by running and going to the gym with my dad. And that just became such a habit. It kind of became addicting. I just, it, it, the, the weight came off really fast. I felt better. Um, and so I just made sure that those kind of, I always carved out time for myself. I'm definitely, like I said, more introverted. So I need that alone time to recharge. Um, and I was never the person who was like, Oh my God, I got to do, 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 do. I was like, no, I'm going to actually like, sounds great if I'm just chilling by myself. So, um, yeah, I think it started around that. I just kind of evolved, um, through the years. That's so crazy. I feel like seventh, eighth grade was when I was ramping up on the do, 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 like New York (laughs) mentality of like grinding at Mm -hmm. your health's expense. I didn't really understand what self-care was until a couple years ago. So I'm forever inspired by you. Thanks. (laughs) Do Do you have a business coach or any coaches or mentors in your life that help guide you? I don't. I mean, I don't have a business coach in particular. I really am looking into hiring like some type of coach that's just for me and that person like went on one time. Um, I've been in therapy for, I don't know if that counts in terms of business, but I've been in therapy. 100%. Yeah. Like for the last three years, um, but also part on and off in my life. So in terms of like the person, the like the internal work, absolutely. Absolutely. Like definitely um, invest in that. But in terms of business, I feel I'm still in those beginning stages. I just signed up for um, a course called Money Queen. Um, it's my first course I've ever signed up for because um, I've never really been one to do that. I've seen so much of the other side that I'm like, mm. but I heard rave reviews from a friend and it's this with this girl named Jenna Black and she's a uh, money um like mindset kind of abundance coach and it's very meta, but at the same time, it's, she's got like tangible action steps, which I love. And um, so I'm starting that. And that's been, I mean, I've only, we've only on done week one and I'm already like immensely shifted um, in terms of my mindset and what I want to say no to and what I want to say yes to and my relationship with money. So that's, I think I'm really more of a person who invests in like the deep rooted stuff. Um, and then 
eventually get to the nitty gritty of like business. I think that stuff intimidates me. That's my own stuff, but yeah. Um, relationship with money is huge. When I shifted my relationship with money, it completely transformed every aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it honestly made me feel unstoppable. I was talking with our mutual friend slash best friend, Chelsea, the other day, just about how when a woman understands finance, which in theory, you know, throughout history is a is a subject matter that we weren't necessarily exposed to or privy to. Um, I find that myself, I feel so empowered and so mm. unstoppable when I understand finance and money at a high level of thinking mm-hmm. um, and just being able to lean into the abundance mindset and the expansion mindset um, is so important. Mm-hmm. I've been finding... It's, I definitely, I've also done, um, Lacey Phillips work from to be magnetic. I've been doing that for about two years now too. And she's always said love and money are connected. And I didn't understand that until just this last month, to be honest, because my whole therapeutic existence, like in therapy and all that has been, even with Lacey's work has been around relationships. Um, it's just something that I've had trauma of in my past. And so I've had to work through it. But it's almost like, okay, now that I've let go and I've done the work and I've, I've not, I mean, the work's never done, but like when I've done, I've gotten to a lot of the root of it and I've just surrendered now that that stuff's kind of coming through in terms of the relationship side, all the money stuff's coming up. And I'm like, and it it all comes down to security. It really does. It just comes down to your worth, your self-worth, whether that's with money and, or relationships and with people or your security. So, and your security. So it's like, how safe do you really believe you are? Of how, how much do you trust yourself that you're going to be okay? You know? The word surrender just hit me to my core. Mm. I find that I, that is how I now operate on every level of, of my life. And I do believe I, I'm trying to like think back to a couple years ago. I think it was money that taught me that first, my relationship with finance taught me that first, the idea of surrender, the idea of abundance, the idea of, you know, everything being cyclic and coming back to you. Mm. And the idea of surrender that pulled into my personal relationships, my work relationships, my familial relationships, my, um, relationship to myself, to my physical self, to my spiritual self, it just kind of gave, again, you know, permission Mm. for me to allow and breathe, which is not the seventh and eighth grade Marin that we were talking about Mm -hmm. formerly, the go, go, go nonstop. Yeah. Um, So it's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Do you have um, a weekly routine or a daily routine that kind of helps you get centered and, and stay consistent? Yeah. I'm very routine oriented and like, um, pretty good at time management. So I've always have been, I've just been anal like that. Um, psycho, but, um, I, um, I usually wake up and then I work out. Um, I do either like trampoline class on like LecFit or I do, um, I know it's so good. Or, um, I do Pilates. It's like this reformer mock reformer class um, with this girl, Meg Lay. Layin, who is unreal, unreal. My body has changed beyond. She's on Instagram, um, and I highly recommend her. She's a doll, just and her workout is killer. So I do that, and then I, you know, shower, get ready, and then I'm 
downstairs, make coffee, eat breakfast. And then I'm working like all day. Like I just work usually till, um, like five or six, um, some nights, you know, are later than others. But, um, for the most part, I usually take a walk, try to, at the end of the day, just to like kind of get out of my zone and then come back and finish up anything with my fresh brain. Um, definitely meditate at some point in there, um, or do some breath work or something. Um, but yeah, that's like pretty boring. It's like a lot of it's just work on the computer, you know? I love it. What does that work on the computer look like? Like, is it emails? Mm -hmm. Is it design work? Do you, do you time block your day accordingly? What does that look like? Yeah, I definitely try to. So I set, I usually set weekly goals. So I usually write down like two to three things per week that I'm like, okay, this is what I want to get done and accomplish, um, for individual projects. Cause normally I have about, I start two clients a month. And so depending on how the rollover goes between each month, I usually have four clients at a time um, depending and they're different types of projects. So every day I do, I dedicate different times to those projects. So it's like slowly adding up the momentum for each of them. Um, and like some days are like build out days. So like, uh, we'll just sit on the computer and just build out. And it's like on a site, like I built your site, like I would just sit out for the whole day and I can do that. And it's so great. Um, and because I don't really have to think creatively that much, it's more so plug and play. But then there's days where I'm like creative days, like today after this, I'm going to go do some branding work. And that stuff is so conceptual. It, it makes me, I love it because I love the end result, but during it, it's like so annoying sometimes because I just, it's not, one plus one does not equal two. It's like, totally. one, it's like one plus one equals question mark. Like it's not <laughs> mathematical like that. And so my my controlling side is like, I just want to get this done and have it be quantifiable, but it's not. So um, patience again. And uh, yeah, so it just depends on the day, but I typically like to do those three goals um, just to keep everything on track. When you do have those moments of kind of being stuck, um, what, how do you get, you really recalibrate yourself and get back mm. into the groove? Yeah. Um, I definitely take a step back and I do something else. Um whether that's 10 minutes, an hour, I really am learning and putting more value into the idea that product productivity is not doing, sometimes it's not doing, sometimes it's literally doing the opposite. It's like literally letting yourself be and think and like lay on the floor, act like a child, put on some music. Um, because in the end that actually will speed up and get you some ideas or um, so I think, yeah, stepping back is really big and also just reminding, I think gratitude, it sounds so cliche, but like whenever I get frustrated, I'm always, I have to step back and really think, okay, like this is what I've wanted like through two years ago when I was like quitting, you know, or not even almost three, like, this is what I wanted. I wanted these to work just for myself. I wanted to have this control, this power. So it's like really being like, thank you. The work everything's working for me and that's not working against me. I love that. I'm curious, how many clients do you have right now and how far in advance do you book out your clients? Yeah. So right now I have about five. Um, some of them are um, on the ending part of the project. So there's not much left to do. It's just little things. Um, and then I have a few uh, new ones and then um, yeah. So 
I book, I like to book like four to five months in advance. Um, just because like right now I'm booked till July, August and, um, it's, I'm restructuring a lot of the way I take on clients one, um, you know, pricing and just my workload. I think I've, I'm such a workaholic. It's not a good habit. So I'm really trying to restructure that and give myself grace and, um, be intentional about how I book now, like way more intentional. It's definitely a mindset thing, but, um, yeah, that's usually how it works. And each project takes about two to three months. Um, I really like to keep it in those timeframes. Um, if it goes over, we have a problem, but, um, (laughs) yeah. So you have right now you have five clients ish. Do you keep five clients ish per month or do you only work, do you, you know, phase out three and then you have two that you're onboarding? What does that flow mm-hmm. look like? Bingo. Yeah. So, um, like by the end of this month, I will have three that are offboarded. So I will only be left with two. And then the next month I onboard, I think two to three more. Um, and then those ones. So it's kind of an overlap situation. So there's constant, tur- it's like a turntable. There's constantly people coming in and out. Wow, that's incredible. And what does your team look like? Or are you a solopreneur? I'm a solopreneur. I have a developer I've worked with for some sites, but um, I've been actually learning how to do that by myself. And it's been fantastic. Um, It's been really fun. I mean, I love the web design portion and just the technology coding part. Um, So it it can also be equally frustrating, but it's really cool. And um, I have a developer. I also have like a bookkeeper. so I have, or no, I have a accountant. So I have that stuff taken care of, but for the most part, it's just me. Um, yeah, I, I just, I have a, I have a great group of friends who we all, I don't want to say like help each other out, but we do like, we provide that support system, that idea, like getting ideas from each other. So it's like brainstorming sessions. So a lot of my friends are solopreneurs as well. And so we, we definitely lean on each other, um, for, you know, inspo and ideas and, um, what's working, what's not working, like just really giving each other's outside perspective. I love, I love that you have that support. That's amazing. Do you take weekends? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, there's definitely some weekends, um, that like this weekend, I'm definitely going to do a little work. I like to work on Sundays. I don't mind it because I like getting prepared for the week. So that Monday is not so Monday, you know? Um, same girl. Yeah. It's a great feeling. It's awesome. Honestly, I don't mind it. Cause Fridays, I don't like to work the whole day. Uh, like t- the Friday, this Friday, I only get to work like a few hours. Um, so cause of other stuff going on, but, um, I definitely, it's hard sometimes to take weekends, but then I'm like realizing, okay, my clients are not on, on the weekends either. So I'm not going to be on, the, I don't know. Like they don't, and they're not, if, if anything, I'm put more pressure on myself than they put on. They don't put like, my clients are great. My clients are beautiful. They're so kind. I've never had one that's like, did it, did it, like do this now. Like it's more so me that is super regimented and hard on myself and gets that feeling of being behind. Um, that's just like a mindset thing, but, um, yeah, I definitely make sure I take weekends at least Saturday, at least half a Friday and at least half a Sunday. Yeah. That's so funny. I find that 
Fridays, I love to be in the office late because I feel like I'm getting ahead of the game or like, mm. you know, catching up on things while people aren't in front of the computers. Totally. And same thing with Sundays. I love working on a Sunday and then scheduling yeah. all my emails to go out first thing Monday because yeah. I don't personally, the, the stress of Monday, I don't like. So no. I, I actually, I actually like to schedule my appointments and all of my like either meetings or calls on Monday so that I'm not in front of my inbox because it's just energetically, it's too much for me. And it took me a while to to figure that out, but I would much rather work on a Sunday and then kind of peace out on a Monday. So smart. I love that. I should try that. Yeah. And then Monday night, I'll like jam out on the computer and then it'll go out. Responses Mm. will go out on early Tuesday. Okay. Um, Wow. What is your, are you mainly just a lot of emails back and forth and a lot of like connecting the dots and making things happen? I definitely feel that now I have like an amazing staff now. I'm definitely working on my business as opposed to in the business. Um, Mm. That has been a journey this last like year and a half. But Mm. I definitely put my time into work both on the business and in the business for like decades. Mm. Um, My work is a lot of emails. It's a lot of correspondence. Um, We also, we use monday.com and Slack internally to kind of organize everything. And that has increased our productivity. I want to say like 70 or 80%. It's like completely transformed the business uh, internally with my team. Um, Emails, sure. Um, but you know, my, my staff is small and mighty, but the people that we're connected with and the amount of people that we come into contact with, or that I come into contact with on a daily basis is like in the hundreds, Mm. um, because of just how expansive our community is, how, um, you know, the clients that I'm working with both, um, in the jewelry business and in the consulting, um, all the collaborations that we're working with, all our influencers and photo shoots. And then we have our factories. So we don't produce in house anymore, but if Mm. you were to count up all the people and the staff that work with all of our factories, we're in the hundreds again. Mm. So my, my internal team is small and mighty, but the people that create my like second tier external team are like, it's, it's so massive. Um, it's yeah, amazing. It's, That's amazing. So yeah, it's a beast, but it's so good. It's so good. And it's fascinating. And again, permission, I give myself permission to only work with people that I live with, live for. Um, I give myself permission to stop working with people that I don't like. Um, mm. There were a lot of transitions that happened this last year, especially during the pandemic, where I felt like I had space to think about things mm. um, and kind of make some adjustments. So yeah, there's been a lot of changes this last year, but specifically in this last month February was hugely transformative mm-hmm. um I'm curious what is next for Chloe Leonard and Chloe Leonard studio yeah I mean I ask myself that all the time but uh <laughs> I, I, I'm not a huge big picture person again because my ideas come to me I trust that they will um the vision will come whatever's next will come I don't feel like I need to force it um and so f- for right now um working, being way more selective with the clients, changing up how I structure my, you know, taking on the clients per month and the pricing and all that. So very much internal stuff. I also have um, my shop, which is, has templates, downloadables, um, everything customizable. It also has my new ebook, uh, the holistic guide to branding and web design for beginning and aspiring designers. So that's essentially a um, hundred page ebook that is Everything from, you know, the business, the mindset, the creative, the technical um, in terms of this business, because um, I think I really just love helping people, you know, whether that's through the templates or the designs or the ebook, express their creativity, 
get them to that place that they want to go with their brand um, in a fast and efficient way because I, I can't physically do everything for everyone. So I really love the shop just for that reason. I think it's so fun and um, just simple. And like, it doesn't have to be complicated. Design doesn't have to be complicated. Making your brand awesome doesn't have to be complicated. And um, the ebook is great. I just think because I, when I was starting out, um, I had no rules. Like I didn't go to school for this. Like I taught myself everything. It was very much like Google till the cows came home and in reverse engineer and figure it out as you go along. And so I really wish I had this book because it would, I just put everything in there that I wish I, I knew when I started out. And it's great because it's not like a course where you have to really feel like you're investing thousands of dollars into it. It's only $200 and it has like everything you could get in a course, but like, it, but if you're not sure if you want to be a designer, then, and you want to just tap into this world and see what it's like that, then this is for you. Well, I just have to say thank you because as your friend, but also as your client, I am so impressed by your talent and your zone of genius when it comes to web developing and and branding and creativity. I mean, you actualized a project of mine that has been in the works, truly in the works for probably three to five years and knocked it out of the park beyond and completely elevated my brand. And it's finally the vision that I have seen in my head for many, many years. You helped create the physical manifestation of that. And I am forever in debt to you for helping create something that has been in my soul and in my heart and in my mind and making that available to the public. So I'm so grateful for you. And thank you for doing what you do and so being such a light and being so kind and um, just continuing to inspire me in so many ways. So I applaud you. You're a powerhouse. Um, and I also have a code for anyone. So if you, any uh, listeners want to check out the shop, you can use um, MC times CL uh, for, so that's MCXCL for uh, 20% off anything. It's a little, thank yes, you. For all of our listeners, please go to chloeleonard.com, use code MCXCL for 20% off the entire shop. Big shout out to our radio station, Dash Radio, for hosting the show and our production team at Island City Media Group. If you love the podcast, please love Please love and like and follow and subscribe. <laughs> you can connect with us offline at Marin Costello and Marin Costello Radio on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Chloe, we adore you. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you.